Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Branvold, and sitting right next to me... Right here in beautiful Sausalito, Jay Gilbert. This is a first. We've never done... I literally, in 200 and blah, 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 blah episodes of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, we've never done it where the co-hosts have been in the same room. Let's see how it works. Yeah, let's let's see how it works. <laughs> I also want to remind everybody, because I'm the knucklehead that forgets this all the time, we're presented by HypeBot.com. Head over to HypeBot for all of your music news, all marketing the tips, authority. tricks. It's, it's, it's worth it. You should have it bookmarked for sure. Absolutely. We've got a guest joining us, a returning guest. This is at least two times, maybe three I think this is two, but two. yeah, it's, it's something like that. So, yeah, so we've got John from Bands in Town joining us again, again. How are you? Yeah, good. Welcome. Welcome. Appreciate good it. to catch up, John. Good to see you. Absolutely, it's great to see you guys. So you know, hopefully, I, I don't know. Maybe how, what what do we what do we want to talk about related to Bands in Town? I'm hoping to God everybody who is watching and listening knows what Bands in Town yeah. is and why you have to be using it. Well, that might be a good place to start, John, is just for those newbies out there who maybe aren't familiar with it, or maybe they have it on their phone to keep up with some of their uh, favorite artists. There's a lot of things that Bands in Town does. Maybe give us the uh, kind of executive summary of, you know, for somebody new, what's compelling about Bands in Town? Sure. So this is from the, the artist perspective, yes? Yes. Sure. Yep. Sure. Okay. So from, from the artist perspective, Bands in Town is, uh, well, I guess just in general, Bands in Town is the largest concert discovery platform and community on the internet. So from the artist perspective, that means, uh, you know, it's, it's 33 million concert goers that you can tap into, um, as well as a, a tool suite that you can access to make sure that your tour dates are, uh, accurately and easily disseminated across all of your platforms. So whether it's your Facebook page, whether it's your website, whether it's Google, um, other social networks that you're using, it's, it's making sure that your fans who are most likely already on Bands in Town are getting the accurate show dates as soon as you announce them. Does Bands in Town, so besides disseminating, we'll get into this in a little bit, disseminating the dates across your own platforms, your own Facebook and website, does Bands in Town disseminate those dates to other tour date resources on the internet? You know, because you know a fan might go somewhere else and to look up tour dates. Are you feeding your data into other destinations? Uh, there are some that we were. Um, I, I know we had partnerships in place um, across a few different platforms. You know, to be honest with you, I don't know if those if those partnerships still exist, um, you know, the, the main integrations that we've focused on have been, um, you know, with, with Google, with Facebook, um, and then just primary, you know, first party fans going to your, to your website. Um, that's, that's really been the, the, the primary and, function and, for and, us. And by Google, correct me if I'm wrong, if somebody goes and Googles you, your name and tour dates as a Google search, on the right side, tour dates will pop up, right? And that's, yeah, that's being fed that's by right. that's being fed by bands in town. That's right. So um, 
we have so from from the artist side, we have an artist platform, which is actually the backbone of, of how Bands in Town has been built, and it's it you know still remains an artist first platform um, for sure. So one of the tools that we provide is a, a website widget that you know makes it easy for you to get those tour dates on your website. Uh, what it also does is it allows Google to really easily crawl your website and grab those tour dates. So that way, uh, when someone does search you on Google, it prioritizes your events and the bands and town dates will pop up. So if right I'm a fan top. of a certain band and I sign up, how does bands in town know what I like? Where, what are, where are they looking? Yeah. So from a fan perspective, um, there's a few different things that we can do. The first is if you you know sign up to the, the mobile app or on the website, it will prompt you to connect any number of your social networking accounts, so Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Music, Last.fm, and it will essentially crawl those sites, get an understanding, what we call your music DNA, of your artist preferences, your you know playlisting habits, your streaming habits, uh, your engagement habits, and obviously your location as well, and then we will uh, track artists that are most relevant to you uh, on your behalf. I think the the average is 80 artists get tracked per fan. Um, so it really does give you, um, you know, a, a good uh, starting point to work with. Um, once those accounts are connected, it will continue to crawl those sites and yeah. track further artists for you. So as you're continuing to listen on Spotify or sure. as you're continuing to track, you know, follow artists on, on Facebook or Twitter, it will and engage with them. Obviously, um, it will continue to, to track those artists for you. You can also obviously manually do that sure. as well. So you could log into the app. Yeah. Um, well, if it's following, like, let's say it looks in my, my music and says, Oh, well, Jay likes cheap trick and they come to town. How far in advance is it going to send me a little notice saying, Hey, you might dig this show that's coming to town. Uh, so we, as a sort of core promise to all of our users, we send a notification out uh, instantaneously when an event is added to our, our database, which happens sort of one of two ways. Um, you know, One is that the artists just input that data directly, and there's some 400,000 artists using Bands of Town Manager to make sure that our tour dates are as accurate as possible and we get them as soon as possible. Um, the other side of it is for artists that are not using it, we have, um, you know, we work with all of the, the ticketing platforms. So, you know, as an event gets added to Ticketmaster or to Ticketfly or, you know, you name the platform, you we will pull in. in those dates. Yeah, exactly. So it's really to make sure that, that we have the most comprehensive database possible. So as soon as that date gets added to the platform, we will send out a notification, which we call a just announced notification to make sure that you know that that artist that you're you know, interested in or that you love has a, a show coming up in your area. Um, on top of that, we also do have, um, you know, other, other ways that, uh, artists can, can reach out directly. Um, if you RSVP to an event, it will add you into sort of a, a CRM engine and will continue to send reminders of upcoming shows, uh, of that show coming up. Um, artists also have tools such as, um, something called poster trackers, which will allow you to send a message directly in the app, um, to fans about upcoming events and or stepping albums. stepping back or, to that RSVP, does that also post to socials? Uh, yeah, it does. Okay. Um, if you, if you, you would, as a user, as your own, pre you know, your own user preferences, you would have to turn on sharing to Facebook or to Twitter or wherever, Instagram as well. Right. Um, but if you do add that and you, you, uh, you know, RSVP, it will, it will share that up. I, I, I want to make note that as somebody who manages a lot of artists, you know, social worlds and, and puts up tour dates, that ability to have bands in town automatically 
remind fans of what's coming down the road is huge because mm-hmm. you guys have a lot of um, customization, meaning you you as the artist can sit here and say, all right, I want I want a notification sent out as soon as I announce the tour date. I want mm-hmm. a notification sent out one month before the tour date. I want another yep. one sent out one week before the tour date. I want one sent out saying next weekend. I want one sent out saying tomorrow. I want one sent out saying today. Yep. All of these you can config and, and you can configure the message. So you can even make the message very personal to you as the band saying, hey, my blah, blah, blah tour is coming to town tomorrow. Yep, that's right. Your fans who are tracking you in that region, and this is the other big thing sure. that, that a lot of artists don't realize, um, these messages are sent out and only can you can specify geo target the message. Yep. Which is Absolutely. really important because you don't want to spam every fan around the world if you're doing a show in Boston. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, they'll they'll get very tired. It's a lot of it can be a lot of messages. And they'll unsubscribe. Mm-hmm. They'll unsubscribe. But that fan in Boston wants to know that. Wants to know right. those reminders. So and and this is an important thing to 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 understand. If you are an admin on a Facebook page and that means if the artist themselves is an admin, you see every single post. Right. You will see every single reminder sent out for every single city around the world because you're an admin. You are supposed to see every yeah. post. But the average fan doesn't see all that stuff. No. It's that's very right. geo targeted again. So only the fans in the Boston region see the messages related to a show in Boston. The right. fans in Europe will never even know you're promoting a tour in the U.S. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, you, you touched on something a second ago that I think is really important. It's it's not spam. And I would bet that your open rates and your click-through rates are higher than industry averages because when I get one of those bands in town emails, that that's not spam to me because that's what I want. That's based on, you know, it's so targeted to what I listen to, obviously. So sure. I, I would imagine, not to speak to the actual percentages, but is that true that your kind of your click through rates and your open rates are are pretty high? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's, um, I mean I can I can certainly speak to the open rates and the click through rates on on the paid side. Um, you know, so we we do have a platform called Bands in Town Promoter, which allows you to you know do just that to be able to target fans, you know, with a custom message in a timely manner. So obviously you can send those notifications out as sort of an automated message when someone RSVPs. But if you want to be able to reach maybe beyond your own core fan base, or if you have a specific initiative, whether it's a pre-sale or a specific on sale, um, or, you know, an album that you want to promote, you can, you can reach fans through the the paid side of it as well. Um, you know, the open rates are typically between 20 and 25% and the click through rates are usually between four and 6%. So we, we really, really really see strong, yeah, we, we really see strong um, you know engagement because it's uh, something that we've we've sort of built into our own internal guidelines with with these email campaigns that we run is to make sure that messaging is always relevant. Um, well, let's talk know, about that for a second. If if I'm 
you know, you and I have worked together on campaigns, but for those who, you know, haven't done this, I, I'm in this band and I want to reach my fan base, but through Bands in Town, I can reach Michael's fan base. I can reach your fan base. I can reach out and target. And that's one of the frustrations as a music marketer. If I use Amazon, and Amazon is mm -hmm. very good at a lot of different things, but one of the things I think they're weak at is their email marketing because they won't tell you who it's going to. It could go to right. three people or three million people. They won't tell you what the open rate, click-through rate. I'd like it to target these like competitive artists. I can't be promised that, but with bands in town, talk a little bit about how surgical I can be with well, my. I I I want to just sure. add to that. You know, it's this has been prior to bands in town. Um, what you are offering is sort of like the wish that that bands management had for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. um, I want to email everybody at Ticketmaster who bought tickets for my shows over the last however many years. I want to email a similar artist who bought tickets at Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster will never give that up. Mm -hmm. they, they won't give that data up to the artist. They won't give it up to man. It's their data. Mm -hmm. They, you know, almost everybody who has data like that, whether it's Ticketmaster or Amazon or it's they hold it very close and they do not allow anybody else access to it so prior to what you guys offered there was no there really was absolutely no option for doing um very targeted marketing to music fans you could do yep. a very broad sweep of all right well it's right. a general group of somebody who likes music well right fans they might like britney yeah. spears and that's completely different than liking kiss but that's you right. can't differentiate that when you showed up you gave us us as marketers and bands that opportunity to sit here and say all right you can now reach out and talk to music fans based on their likes their location mm -hmm. geolocate so um, you know i've done campaigns with you as well where it's like all right well i only want to email fans in the san francisco bay area who like this band Right. I don't care about the fans that like this band in New York because the right. show is here. Right. Um, right. So that's really, uh, you know, it, I, I tell a lot of my clients, you can't get any more targeted data than what you offer up. And it's a paid service, but it's worth it. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a commercial, but seriously, you've got a couple of huge fans here. Obviously, we've <laughs> used the platform, but one area that I use the platform for that may not be immediately obvious is when you've got an album release. It's not right. just about bands in town. You've got music fans, right? You know who they are. When I've got a key release coming out, I want to hit some of those same fans. Talk a little bit about how you can do that. Yeah, so... Um... There's a there's a lot here. So you know, from from the the artist side of it, I mean, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Um, you know, it gives it gives you as an artist, or it really empowers you to be able to reach fans that that you you know otherwise wouldn't be able to reach. Um, there's a few you know tools that can be leveraged in the meantime to to help uh, better your targeting. Um, you know, so we do for from the Bands in Town manager side, we do provide um, analytics, what we call Bands in Town analytics. Which is uh, you know accessible through the the Facebook app um, as well as a standalone 
you know, site. Um, so you can access basically a heat map of, of where your fans are and where similar artists fans are, which, you know, certainly can help you from a routing, you know, tour routing standpoint. Um, but it can also help you to understand, you know, where you may be lacking in terms of your own core reach, but other similar artists have a strong reach. So you can help to, especially from an album standpoint, you can, you can identify some, some key markets that maybe, you, uh, you know, want to reach beyond your own fan base without having to do necessarily a broad sweep nationwide. Um, we also, you know, provide, um, similar artists for you for, for targeting purposes. So one, one thing that, that we are, you know, really proud of, uh, company wide is the recommendation engine that we have. So as far as, you know, yes, we will tell you when your favorite bands have shows coming up in the area, but we'll also tell you when other similar artists are coming, uh, coming to town as well. Um, and we've, you know, we've done like user surveys in the past and we know that, um, uh, I think the, the most recent one we had was that 40% of users said that they've gone to shows, uh, of bands that they first heard of their bands in town. So there's a huge discovery element to it wow. as well. So if you're trying to promote, um, you know, again, whether it's just an individual show that you have coming up, if it's a tour that you have, or even if it is an album or, you know, maybe it's merch, maybe it's VIP. I mean, you, you name it. Um, you know, we've at this point over the last three and a half years probably worked on campaigns to support whatever the initiative is. Um, and we can, we can certainly do that by reaching those, those affinity fans that we know will be engaged. It's not just, uh, you know, sort of hope that, that, uh, you'll reach new fans and it's, it's, uh, you know, an awareness play. I mean, we, we really do see it as a, a continued effort in direct marketing that you're going to see people that are opening and clicking and engaging with those emails. You know, I, I think one of the things a lot of artists don't necessarily take seriously is, marketing of tracking us so yeah so in in bands and you know everywhere every social network's got you know it's a facebook like it's a twitter follower in in bands in town it's a tracker mm -hmm. so you're looking for fans who want to track you how many how many fans are tracking your band yeah um yeah no that's a key metric it, it, and it's it's a, it is a big metric and and if you're a band that hasn't dipped your toe into bands in town yet mm -hmm. i i would advise you to go to bandsintown.com look for your artist page because there's going to be an artist page for you there even if you're not using bands in town that's right and on the left side there's going to be something that says how many fans are tracking your band these are these are fans who want to know when your band is going to come to town yeah and, and this is another big problem that you solved that I remember 20 years ago. Um, we would constantly hear from fans of, I didn't know you were coming to town. I, you know, right. because I wasn't active on your website. I hadn't joined your email list. The fans constantly were missing tour yeah. announcements. Yeah. What, yeah. What, what tracking on bands in town means, you'll never miss another tour announcement again. And right. it's in your best interest as a band to drive as many of your fans to click the button that says track. Yeah. So what's really important about that is, um, you know, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, now the three of those at least included, um, have built their content curation around an algorithm. So if you're on Facebook, you know, you're only going to see 
if you own the page, you know, maybe 5%, 6%, if maybe 10%, yeah. if you're lucky, right, we'll actually see the content. Uh, those fans will see the content that you're posting. Um, you know, Twitter has its own algorithm to now to where as it used to just be giving you that straight feed that I always loved of, of content as it came in. Instagram yeah. is the same way. Um, you know, the, the, like you said, the core promise that we have to our users is that they will never miss another show. So while we do have an algorithm in place to help identify artists that are relevant to you, we will never disseminate the content itself on an algorithmic basis. So you're getting, if you have an artist that you're tracking and that artist announces a show in your area, you will get notified. Yeah, you know, to step back just for a moment and talk about what Michael was saying, that, you know, if you are a manager or an artist or whatever, you should definitely go in and see how many trackers you have. I think that's really compelling, but I think it's kind of growing now because one of the tools that I use regularly, you know, as in addition to like BuzzAngle and Nielsen Connect and those kinds of things, is a company called uh, Chartmetric. And mm -hmm. one of their key metrics is bands in town. And when you go in there, you see, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and YouTube, Wikipedia, and there it is, bands in town, and then there's a chart. And you can set it for three months, six months, one year, and it shows your growth uh, on bands in town. So I think it's, it's key that you look at those kinds of things because it says a lot about uh, your fan base and it says a lot about how important touring is and how you've connected with those fans. It's 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 right. funny because it's always been eye opening when I've had when I've had clients who haven't been using bands in town and they either were not familiar with it or they had a wrong perception of it because they thought it was spamming everybody everything. Mm -hmm. Um but when I would say, All right, well here, go look at how many fans are tracking you and they go in there and go, What does hundred and fifty thousand mean? <laughs> that means there's 150,000 of your fans who want to know when you're going to play. Right. And if we use bands in town, we can communicate to them. And all of a sudden they're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you could be a small local unsigned band and you might be surprised to go, you've got 4,000 fans. You're like, four, it's more than like me on Facebook. Exactly. I think it's more meaningful too. When somebody clicks on bands in town, they want to know when you're coming to town. They want to go see you. Whereas a like on Facebook or something, that can be, you know, anything. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, there is certainly Facebook has been plagued with, uh, you know, the, the gamification of buying likes and, you know, buying followers and all that. And that's, that's just something that we have, um, you know, never had a problem with. I mean, we, we know that these are organic fans that are signing up to the platform and, you know, frankly, it, it shows just in, in the engagement that we're seeing and, you know, industry wide, um, you know, when we talk with, with, uh, you know, our, our partners or with ticketing platforms or with artists, um, I mean, they see a real return um, in terms of, of ticket sales that are coming in because of just the free services and tools that we're providing to artists to make sure that they are getting their their dates in front of their fans. Yeah. Talk a little bit about integrating into websites. I know you and I have talked about this recently, and it's it's something I'm engaged in. So for, for people who have websites, and maybe it's for their own band or for several bands, talk a little bit about integrating bands in town into your website uh yeah sure so i mean we we do from the bands in town manager side we do provide a widget 
um, you know, that it's very simple to use, very simple to, to customize so you can make it look and feel the way the rest of your website works. So it's, it's on brand with, you know, if you, if you've skinned your album or, or a website to look like an upcoming album, um, you know, we, we can stay on brand with that. Um, or, you know, to, to match the color scheme of your logo or whatever the case may be, we can, we can make sure that it looks and feels as you need it to. Um, and then again, you know, whether you're using the, the Facebook app or you're using the mobile app that we have, or the, we have a, a web portal version of manager coming soon as just sort of a standalone, um, you know, manager platform. Um, if you use any one of those to make sure that your tour dates are posted on, uh, bands of town, it's also going to make sure that it's directly posted onto your website. So that way fans, no matter where they're reaching you, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on bands in town, whether they're just coming directly to your website or if they're searching on Google, they will get those tour dates from you. Yeah. I think that's important that, that, that listeners understand that, you know, again, before bands in town and before you had basically one input that synced everywhere. And, and I used to have to do this. You'd have to remember, okay, I got to go change dates over here. I got to change the date over here. I got to change the date. All of a sudden, I'm launching tours on three different platforms, or I've got to correct a typo across all of these places. What this means is you do it once, usually through the face your Facebook app, and it just automatically syncs to your website and anywhere else that this tour date is being fed to it's just automatically updated you don't have to worry about it you make one change and it's gone you have to you know we we all dread the call from manager saying oh gotta pull this show right now it got canceled mm -hmm. and, you know in the past it's like how come it's still up on this well because i don't have control of that and somebody else's response now it's just like delete gone it disappears Right. And 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 I, I, I want to make sure people understand as well that when you set up a show in bands in town, you can put a lot of a lot of information related to the show. It's not just a date, city, country venue. And you can put in multiple <laughs> ticket links, which yep. I love. You know, all of a sudden you can put in the pre-sale <clears throat> ticket link. You can put in a ticket link. You can put in a VIP ticket yeah. link. You can um, set shows to go live at certain dates and time, mm -hmm. which when I'm working with some of my clients that tour internationally is such a godsend because they're going live at 8 a.m. in Germany. In <laughs> right. the past, it's like, all right, I got to get up in the middle of the night to turn a show on. Mm -hmm. Now it's just schedule it. Set it, forget it. Set it, forget it, and it goes on. So. There's a lot of a lot of features that are really, really people might look at it and go, Well, that's just simple, but yeah, it is simple. That's the whole yeah. beauty of it. It really is simple. It just works. Yeah, and and um, you know, something that we've started really emphasizing um over the last maybe year or so now is starting to work with ticketing companies to integrate the purchase flow directly in the app. So Yes, if you're on desktop and you're on a website or you're on Facebook, or you're on Google or even on Vans in Town, it's very easy for you to go directly to the ticketing page and to, to buy a ticket. Um, but if you are uh, reaching your fans directly in the mobile app, more and more they're going to be able to have the experience where they can just buy the ticket right then and there. It's not – we are not native – we are natively ticketing, but we are not the primary ticketing platform. So we are not competing with any of the ticketing platforms out there. We're just simply facilitating. making it easier. Exactly. 
Um, so, you know, what that allows artists to do is to be able to engage their fans through the app. So, you know, more and more we're creating solutions for artists to be able to engage directly with their fans in the app. Um, whether it's posting directly to their trackers, if it's, uh, you know, if you're using the, the mobile app version of Benson Town Manager, any shows that you have coming up, we automatically geofence the event and will on the back end give you, um, a whole listing of, of images, you know, photos that were taken at the show. Um, it's geofence. So obviously it's, you know, it's an imperfect science, but, but there will be a lot of images that you'll have that will pop up available to you to be able to, to curate and to post back to your trackers to help re-engage after the show. But all of that is to say the more engagement that you're building within the app as shows become available through platforms like Ticketmaster or Eventbrite, which are the two that we have right now as partners for the, the in-app integration, you'll be able to very quickly get them to buy tickets, um, hopefully you know, even within a single uh, click or two. So you're going to really start to see those ticket purchases ramp awesome. up really quickly at a much higher uh, rate than, than you yeah. would have seen as they were you know, pushing outside of the app to buy tickets. Well, let me ask you this, John. Where, where do you pull your images from? Because I, I've had questions before from artists and managers. Um, a lot of times they're fine. You know, they're mm -hmm. updated. And then sometimes they might be, um, say, an older one. Is it, is it coming from Rovi? Is it coming from... Where, where are you getting your images? It's a really good question. I believe... Um, the images that we pull are from Last FM, okay. I believe. I may be mistaken right. on that, um, so I can certainly follow. Well, back let us up know with you. so we can put it in the show notes. But I, I would be curious, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, to, to make sure if that's the case, then I think the artist should make sure that Last FM has the most current image that they want, so they don't yeah. have an image from a previous tour or album. And again, it's it's you know yet another reason to make sure that the artists themselves are or their team are. Uh, you know, claiming the artist page on Bands in Town to make sure that we have the right image, the right show information. Um, and how hard you know, is that to do? I'm sure it's like verifying on other sites. When you claim something, how difficult is that for somebody to do? It's, I mean, it's a few clicks. It's very simple. Uh, as long as you are, uh, currently as long as you are a Facebook admin of the artist fan page, you can uh, install the, the app right into the Facebook page, um, which will automatically claim that artist page so it's very simple to do you know and i i know you've got to run in a couple minutes here i've got one final question but i also want to make a little tip here that um would be helpful for some bands i would suspect it's obvious it's like all right we're going to go install bands in town on on the band page mm -hmm. but a lot of band members individually have their own pages not profiles but a band member page yep and and i Maybe I'm opening up a can of worms here. You can't do this automatically, but you can email somebody at Bands in Town and you can have your artists' tour dates installed onto your band members' pages. Oh, yep. So, awesome. so basically, so here's what I'm doing. Like Dream Theater. I've got Dream Theater's tour dates on their page. But somebody like Jordan Rudis was like, oh, hey, yeah, go ahead. You know, if you can install the Dream Theater um, bands in town on my my personal page now, mm -hmm. when I add Dream Theater dates, it also gets added to the artists, That's the individual tip. recording artist yeah. page. So he's Absolutely. now promoting it to all of his fans. Right. So that to me, that's, again, that's really it's cool that I can do that because mm -hmm. I'm putting tour dates in front of more eyeballs. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, 
the nice thing about uh, being an artist first platform is that we we make sure that we can you know these these tools are very fluid that we've created so you know while they're very easy to use and easy to install if you do ever have you know these these sorts of scenarios that come up that you want to be able to customize something or if you you know have a certain scenario like that where you want to be able to install that it's not necessarily that's how it was built to do um you know we can we can always work with you so certainly if there's anyone listening that you know wants to be able to do things like that let me know and we can always make sure that you're connected to the right people on the team so john i know you got to run in about two minutes here what's what can you talk about for the future of bands in town is there anything exciting coming down the, the road here yeah, for sure. So um, a big focus for us right now is to integrate both venues and festivals within the app. Um, so right now, it's always been you track the artist directly. Um, we send you notifications when your favorite artist is coming into town. Um, what we've seen more and more is that uh, our you know concert goers that are using the platform also want to be able to track venues directly which I is just love that I great love for that. the artist yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're going to be able to to we're going to be rolling that out so you'll be able to track the venue directly um which will obviously be good for the venue but it'll also be again easy free marketing for the artist because then the venue is actually working with them to make sure that 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 information is getting passed out there um same thing for festivals uh, and with that is going to come a, a revamped version of artist pages. So I don't have a ton of information what that's going to look like yet, but ult- ultimately that will um, sort of aggregate all of the new things that we're working on uh, and especially the, the emphasis of content within the mobile app and make sure that there's a real sense of of community and, and content, um, you know, and presence from the artist on those pages. Whereas right now it's really just a, a listing of your tour dates. I, I love the venue news because I, I work with a venue and there's been a couple times in the past where I've, again, had to reach out personally to Bands of Town and go, hey, I don't know where these tour dates are coming from. And it's yep. because an artist is putting it in there, but they're putting in tour dates that aren't confirmed or didn't happen and they've never delivered. Right. You know, as a venue, we don't have control over that. Right. So, it, yeah, I will love it when yeah. I can sit here and go, well, now I can completely control what my venue's sure. tour page looks yeah, like. Same with festivals. You know, if you Absolutely. like going to Coachella or you like going to these different festivals, you know, you're tracking them. It can give you that information ahead of time. That's really great. Um, so obviously it's bandsintown.com. Where can people reach out to you if they've got questions? Uh, they can email me. I don't know if you want to put it in the show notes. Um, I can just say it. It's just sure, Jay Ostro. At, it's just Ostro O-S-T-R-O-W, at bandsintown.com. I'm also on Twitter, um, at John underscore Ostro. So pretty easily accessible. If you need me, I don't, I don't hide. <laughs> so right. feel free to reach Great out. Stuff, John. John, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you both guys. Appreciate it. All Take right, care. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye. bye. Thank you. Always fun talking with John bands in town. Um, you know, I'm, it seems pretty obvious, but I'm a big fan of me bands too. in town. Just, it, it, it makes my job so much easier and, and, Artists should really appreciate and understand the importance of. Bands I agree. Of town. I mean, I, yeah. I think I think a lot of them just look at it and go, "Well, you're just, just posting tour it's dates." It's just an email. It's just a tour date app. Well, but it's the beauty of what it does behind it, especially when somebody else is doing all of your marketing and promotion and managing yeah. everything. Um, yeah. You know, there's so many great tools. Yeah. Behind, you know, I, I as we were talking, I'm just like, well, you know, what I've done a lot of times is 
you know, like somebody like Dream Theater has got, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of trackers around the world. Sure. I can message every single one of those trackers if I want to. Right. Hey, Dream Theater just released a brand new album. And it right. just all of a sudden sent a message to hundreds of thousands sure. of your fans. And if you have a, a band that's a developing band, let's say they're on the road with Dream Theater. You can use their list. You can use uh, the artist list, Dream Theater's list. You can target certain artists. It's really valuable. It's, it's, it's There's so many great tools in there. Yeah. It is a very simple app. It, it just works. It's not complicated. Um, you yeah, know, I, I, I can't stress enough. If you're not using bands in town, go take a look at it. Go look at how many people are tracking you. Um, if you have bands in town installed, but it's not configured right, fix it. Um, if you've removed it, why did you remove it? You know, <laughs> go put it back in there. And listen, I'll, I'll throw this out there and maybe sure. you, you same thing. If you've got some questions about how to properly use bands in town to get it configured or or get the most out of it, hit hit me up. Yeah, me too. Ping us. Ping us. You know, it, it's it's we'll a it's out. a quick conversation. There's a quick setup to make sure you use you've configured all of the 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 tickler messages properly because once you set it, you you forget it. You yeah. don't have to go back in there again. Um, yeah, it's a great tool. It, it is should a be really good it. tool. There, and again, it's more than just marketing tour dates. That's its primary purpose. But with the right marketing machine behind it, you can use bands in town to promote other things. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Jay. Your do, turn. Is it my, is yeah, it my, it's your turn this is, week. Is, is it my I No, I did it. I, oh, I did flew, you last I flew, week? I flew alone last week. Oh, you did? Right. I deserted you last week. You deserted me, so okay. you're on the hook this All right. week. So this week, uh, if about needing help with your digital strategy, if you're using your digital assets, your videos, your teasers, your images, if you're just using them once and then moving on or maybe just posting them once or twice and moving on, you might need help with your digital strategy. Yeah, you, you need to um, repurpose content. And and by that, we mean you can use the same piece of content more than one time, more than two times. Sure. Um, a lot of times it's done for the simple sake of, I, I know I will admit it freely, it can be expensive to create content. And a lot of times you only get one video shoot and you get are given one five-minute video clip and you can either post that one five-minute video clip and you're done and you've used one piece of content or you can sit here and go how can I make a bunch of still images out of that video how can I pull a 30-second bit out of it and then a 45-second bit so all of a sudden that one video was used six different times. Sure, pull the audio off of it if it was an interview part and make a little teaser, take images and make little banners out of them. And also post more than once. If you have a, a pseudo video or a teaser video or a banner, and unless you're really, really good at paying a lot of money to post, say, on Facebook or Twitter, not all of your fans are gonna see it the first time. So post it, make sure you have a schedule and repost it, reconfigure it, post it again, get more impressions. It, it is important to remember you can, each social network is different in how much content you can post. 
you can post a lot more on Twitter than in a, in a 24 hour period than you can post mm-hmm. on Facebook. And Twitter is much more forgiving, so to speak, of reposting the same thing once in the morning, once in the evening, and then two days later doing it again. Because keep in mind, Twitter users, for the most part, do not see every single post you ever make on Twitter. People tend to just log in once or twice a day sure. and see what's going on at that point in their Twitter right. world. Right. They've missed everything. So especially when it comes to Twitter, you can reschedule that video six times during a given week, different times, slightly change the message maybe, but you can repost it. You know, it's a little more challenging to repost the same video clip every single day on Facebook. Right. Because your Facebook wall is just going to end up having that same video, 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 right. video, and it becomes obvious. Um, but you can you can get creative with it. So, yeah, yeah. you know, repurpose your content. Yeah. It's to your own benefit. It saves you money. Um, that's it for this week, I guess. All right. I think I think From we beautiful put, Sausalito sponsored pulled, by sponsored by hypebot.com. <laughs> Hype. Go visit hypebot.com. 